we have um Hi, I am Kerry Mussington from Mind Over Matter Project Suicide Prevention and we have a special guest in the house today. We have Chance Marie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Louise and Louise Allen and Susan McCree here as well. But the special guest here is Chance Marie is going to talk to us about lupus, but before we get to lupus, just the bottom and managing everything, we want to get to your success. So you're going to share your, um, I want to hear from you and, and, and you've got music and beside your music, you've got this incredible journey. Now, I don't know when I should actually put your music on because I'm excited to put it on right now, but we're here to talk about lupus as well. So the struggles and... You're showing us that you're not let lupus stop you from achieving. So, yeah, let, let's 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 see this. Um, what this is about? This is brilliant. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so let's hear this. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> 
fantastic. <laughs> love, love, love. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Oh, that's great feedback. <laughs> I myself in the car, windows down, sun shining. Cruise. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, that's good to hear. <laughs> oh, it, that's my cup of tea. That's my music. Definitely. But I picked up words like stress, talk, gossip. Never stopped in my best life. Never stopped living my best life, yeah. <laughs> and what, what, I love, what I love about that is the, the way that you used um, the word paradise. Because I always believe that paradise is a consciousness. Yeah. And you've actually related that to the feeling, even though yeah. you've mentioned the blue skies, the you know, mm -hmm. and we know it's like exactly a metaphor, isn't it? So it could That's be a right. state of mind or a place, but yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's really fabulous. That is really nice. Well oh, done. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> so tell us about your um, what led you to do that? That that the passion that you've created in there, there's a message within your music. Well, funny enough, um, a lot of my music comes to me in my sleep. So I wake up out of a dream and literally start writing. And um, I think it is, it was around lockdown when lockdown first hit and I was just thinking, oh, I need to get out of here. You know, I need to get away. And mentally, I was a bit all over the place as well on top of that. So I think um, for me, writing the song was like kind of therapeutic. And, you know, it just kind of took me to a place of, you know, it made me feel like I was getting away even though I wasn't, you know. But yeah, it was lovely, lovely experience. Oh man, this is this this is a lovely experience. It really is. It is. I mean, I I think I had the pleasure of meeting your mother, um, yeah. Imani Sarando, who does amazing work for the community. Amazing um, work, yeah. Always pushing out health and well-being. Um, credit to to raising awareness. Um, you know, with her own battles and then having you as one and only daughter, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm the only one. <laughs> the only one. And then you developed health problems, is that right? Yeah. Right, what age yeah. was that? It was, I would say my son was around eight years old and he's now coming up to 18, so yeah, about 10 years maybe. About 10 years ago. 10 years ago, you developed symptoms that led you Well, I actually diagnosis. started, the symptoms started way before uh, the diagnosis. So I didn't actually know I knew I had it. It was um, one of those things that I was just losing a lot of weight and, you know, I was starting to develop blotches and rashes. And I just put it all down to stress. I didn't know that I actually had an illness at the time mm -hmm. so what was it a dramatic amount of um weight yeah literally went from like 10 stone to six stone wow yeah i was smaller than a size six i was maybe like a size four in clothing i was tiny literally no weight on me there was no flesh on me um it was just like literally touching bone. Um, 
Yeah, it, I, I didn't notice it within myself. I didn't notice how much I was losing, but people that hadn't seen me for months on end, when they finally saw me after like maybe three, four months, they were like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? You know, they could literally see that I was withering away, you know. So over what time scale, like, mm. were you losing that weight? Was it a longer period or was it so dramatic? Yeah, it was, it was quite a long period, but um, the last stages before my diagnosis, um, it was very rapid. Um, I would say about two years, yeah, about two years of weight loss and blotches and, you know, bones aching and, yeah, it was quite a lot of symptoms, I had to be honest. Did it affect your periods? Um, yeah, they virtually stopped. They virtually stopped. Um, that, um Mainly my breathing. It affected my breathing more than anything. Because, you know, um, I don't know how much you know about lupus, but lupus is an illness that attacks your body. Um, your body attacks itself, basically. So my white blood cells um, took over. And I barely had any red blood cells left. So there was nothing to carry the oxygen around the body. You know, I found myself kind of gasping for breath. My son, being um, very, very young at the time, um, had to dress me. Um, I remember him having to dress me and literally help me out of the bath and, you know, help me get my underwear on. And oh, it was just horrible. Oh, that's... Wow. It, no, we don't know much about lupus. This is what you're yeah. actually doing today, <laughs> is yeah. giving us the awareness of mm -hmm. the signs and symptoms. Because, yeah. you, you, you know, losing that amount of weight, did you lose your appetite? No, I didn't lose my appetite then enough. It was just that I didn't know what the illness was and what was affecting me. So at one stage, I thought maybe it's certain foods that were affecting me. So... I thought, okay, let me cut this out of my diet. Let me cut this out of my diet. You know, the, the amount of things I had to cut out of my diet in order to try and stay healthy. Um, and also introducing a lot of greens into my diet to um, kind of stay, stay fit and well. I think just because I kind of cut out carbs and things like that as well, I think that added to the weight loss. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, please do. You wasn't um, born. You wasn't born with it. No, no. You now know what your trigger was to start off that process. Because yes. I, read, I read that if you're not born with it, there are certain things that can trigger it in you. Yeah, I, for me it was stress, hundred percent. Yeah, stress. I went for a really traumatic um, experience about a year before it happened. So I know, yeah, that was what, that was what really started off, yeah. Wow. Good question. Is it, um, is it, um, it recognised by the uh, National Health Service and do they do enough to make people aware of your condition, of, well, of lupus as a condition on the whole? That's one thing I don't know, but I do know that a lot of people have told me that it is more recognised now. Um, I know before, people didn't know anything about it. I do know that people know a little bit more about it now, but they're still unsure about a few things because I know a lot of things can trigger it and a lot of things can cause it. I know stress is the number one factor, though. Um, okay. Yeah. 
is it recognised as a as as a um, you know as a disability? Yeah. Because with lupus, no. I'm told you get a lot of um, you have a lot of uh, pains in yeah. the muscles. Yeah, You're it, very it wasn't sleepy. actually. Because funny enough, I tried to apply for disability allowance right. at one stage, and literally I couldn't walk. I I informed them that I couldn't walk. My son had to dress oh. me this that, and the other, and they refused. And I tried to appeal, and they still. They just weren't having it. But I don't see how it's not seen as a disability because it, you know, the, the way I was, I know I just, I could not walk, I couldn't move, you know. It makes sense, does it? If you can't, if it, inha it inhabits your mobility. Yeah, and that, affects your daily yeah, movements. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. Cool. Can I also ask, um, um, the reason why I ask this is because um, I did have a, I have a friend who yeah. um, suffers from lupus, and yeah. I know exactly like what you're saying with in regards of body weight. Also, what I find that she does is that she tries to spend as much time as she possibly can in the Caribbean, more so mm. like because of the sun, more so because mm -hmm. like here when she's here. And particularly during the cold months, she suffers a really, I mean, really a lot. Yeah. You can see the fatigue. I can imagine that, yeah. Do you get the same fatigue of, like, tiredness, um, pains in your joints? Well, at the moment, mine's on a stable level. But when it was unstable and mainly before the diagnosis, I was in excruciating pain and the, the cold didn't help. Um, the only thing that I can say helped with that was um, a healthy diet. So okay. it was literally cut out meat. So I'm on the greens. Uh, everything that enters my body had to be pure. Um, and meditation and breathing exercises, they helped too. Chance, I'm going to tell you that you might have been rejected from your uh, application for PIP. Uh, mm -hmm. Lupus is classed and recognised as a disability. If you've been diagnosed with lupus, you could be entitled to disability benefits from the government. That's oh, wow. There are a range of benefits available that some means tested based on your household income and others are not. Again, mm -hmm. how lupus qualifies you for social disability um, as disability when it meets these conditions it involves two or more organs of the body it includes at least two major signs and symptoms such as severe fatigue or fever i can't say that word malice and involuntary weight loss so yeah, yeah um, that. so for me it it goes on how you describe on your worst days and, and this is where people get it wrong oh i feel all right now but what about those worst yeah. days so they yeah. ask you through the assessment about the worst days and and so sometimes you're just a number and a paperwork on an assessment so we have to go back and speak yeah. the right languages and your medical documents should say yeah. all of that because that's what they rely on anyway is your medical mm -hmm. documents so you are Rightly so, to know that you are entitled to mm -hmm. do that, suffering from That's that. That's good to know, actually. If, if you have a carer, again, somebody caring for you um, is entitled to some support around that area as well. Um, 
you know, her son. I know. I'm yeah. not sure about the age of You know what I'm finding? I'm really feeling frustrated about this right about now because Shaz has mm. been somebody who's been overlooked and she's actually had a diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it's it's based it's based on, and I want to warn the viewers that when you have a diagnosis, mm -hmm. it is considered as a disability, long term mm -hmm. or short term, vice versa. If it's, if it's a long term, it's long term, isn't it? It means you, you it's not going to change. You're not going to change the outcome to to that diagnosis. Um, you might be able to heal, help with the recovery, and to to do all you can do to, to be comfortable. But they've named it for what it is, which then describes in details the pain and the suffering that you go through. And as you're saying, Shans, that you experience weight loss, you, you know, the stigma, the stigma to that alone, when people are questioning you, ah, she's probably got an eating disorder, because that comes yeah. along as well. So I'm thinking the stigma, the fact that your child has had to endure looking after a parent when it should be the other way around. This is what yeah. happens in society. Then you will feel more stressed, thinking, oh, my God, my child needs to be a job, but here he is looking after me. That's more stress. Mm -hmm. That's more dis depression. That was, yeah. But you're teaching your child responsibility, but you also taught your child a medical condition. Mm -hmm. That's Definitely. what you've done. You educated. Mm -hmm. How will it affect your children have you do is it hereditary so even though i can go and look the answers up i'm going to hear from your vocal is that all yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah for me um it wasn't hereditary it was brought on by stress but um my children it did affect them greatly and um, more so my son my i think my daughter was a little bit too young to remember everything but my son yeah it did affect him a lot because you know they didn't know whether I was dying, you know, he didn't know, half the time he didn't know what to do, you know, I, I'll be kind of crawling down the stairs and he'd be kind of like crying at the bottom, like not knowing what to do and knowing that he has to go to school. Um, I will say the schools were quite a big help. Um, they used to send a teacher to come in, come to the house and actually get him and bring him to school and things like that. Um, but, Apart from that, I can't really say anyone else was, apart from my mum. Was you offered to go on a lupus awareness course at all? No. See, that's no. what there's not enough of, is there? There's not enough awareness out in the community. Mm. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for looking at another issue about lupus, is about blood donation. Mm. Um, and they said you shouldn't be or didn't, shouldn't donate blood. How does that pose mm -hmm. an issue? Did you ever think See, I about didn't that? Know that? I didn't know that. I was unaware of that. That's what I'm saying. There's not enough research mm -hmm. for lupus. And the only thing that we have available is UK, lupus UK. Um, mm -hmm. and, and again, it's, is it a condition of culture? Um, I can ask those questions. And yeah. predominantly with men or women? Mm -hmm. What have you been Women. told yourself about your own diagnosis? Um, well, from what I've researched, it does affect um, a lot of black women and women of colour um, and quite young women of colour as well, um, as opposed to the people who are white that 
um, get the illness. They're normally a bit older in age. Um, so, yeah, no idea why genetics or no idea. But, yeah, it tends to affect a lot of young women of colour. Mm. Mm. Do you know that um, really you shouldn't really do the tattoos as well? <laughs> Yeah, it's well, just really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because about the blood clot. And so, do you find you have? Mm-hmm. Then you went on to have a child. Well, having. Oh yeah, I went on to have two after that. Actually, yeah. So I've got four in total. Um, I've got a two-year-old. One that's nearly two. I've got a um, the ten-year-old. I think. <laughs> It was going on around the time she was born, funny enough. And the doc- I remember the doctor saying to me, don't have any more kids because they might come out deformed. Why, why would they have come out why? deformed? What, why? I don't know if it was due to the medication that I took after um, receiving the diagnosis or what, but I was just like, well, my kids seem fine to me, but, you know. Can I, how, how pregnancies traumatic anyway without having um, yeah yeah. how did you manage that and being pregnant was there significant like uh, more more issues that you entailed or well funny enough she um it was just kind of dying down around that time so um she came out fine um but then it kind of it kind of went to a peak again so um yeah, I'd say when she was about six months old, that's when it started erupting again. But I, at this point, I had, didn't have a diagnosis, so it was still a bit, didn't know what I had. I just thought it was blotching and things like that. So compared to the pregnancies that you had before you were diagnosed and the pregnancies afterwards, would you mm-hmm. say that you went through she, the That was the worst pregnancy, yeah. I'd say that was the worst, yeah. Mm-hmm. What test did they do to prove that you had lupus? Um, well, they didn't even have to do a test at first. The doctor literally, uh, and my mum explained, look, she can't breathe. She's lost dramatic weight. She's like six stone. The doctor literally, uh, I went to see a lupus specialist because all the other doctors had never, they didn't um, diagnose. I've seen maybe about six or seven. They were fearing the worst because of my blood cell count. They were fe- thinking like, is it AIDS? Is it cancer? They didn't know what it was, to be honest. Um, so when we went to see this lupus specialist, he looked at me and he was just like, wow. And he was like, you've got lupus. And he was like, if you wouldn't have come to see me today, you wouldn't have lasted. You would not have lasted the rest of the week. Wow. So yeah, that had, me, that had me in tears, yeah. I was literally like so frail, so my bones were... It's horrible, yeah. Go on, Lou, I know you want to say something. No, it just gave me a chill just to think that she was, you know... Yeah, it was scary. close to that point. And and then the worst of it is to be dejected by blanking disability. (laughs) So you was... It it proves that, you know, if if that's on record, it's been said that you were near death. That's how serious this is. That far away... That's how serious this and, is. And, that, and then that's not even to that's not even to mention the, the amount of times I wanted to kill myself in between because, you know, watching my children see me like that, you know, my son having to um, 
to dress me. I, I remember um, having a birthday party and um, I was ill and kind of really frail. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try and make an effort and I'm going to stay warm and I'm going to do everything right. And hopefully the night should go according to plan. And I took my tablets. Um, this is after the diagnosis, but tablets weren't working at first. Um, so I remember, uh, you know, trying to mingle with everyone and I'm still trying to put on a brave face, even though I'm in pain. And um, I remember going out into the garden for something. And by the time I came back in, I couldn't walk. Like my bones, the cold air had hit me and my bones had literally just seized up. And I remember my partner at the time, um, he had to go and run a hot bath for me and literally sit me in it because I couldn't, nothing was easing off the pain. I was literally like in tears, basically. So everyone was partying downstairs and they didn't have a clue what was wrong with me, you know? This is um, quite... Because, yeah, it was just crazy. It's, it's quite really, telling that story back, you should write a book, and telling that story back is... That's in the pipeline. Yeah, good. Because <laughs> everybody needs to hear because that, that this story, what you're doing today is amazing because it is mm -hmm. completely raising awareness in, in, in... I mean, I've heard other people talk about their lupus, but mm -hmm. not in depth like this. Um, yeah. Uh, when you, you talked about there was times where you felt suicidal. Um, mm -hmm. You can comprehend, and, I, and this is what I want people to understand, that you're not born with... It's not the fact that use the word mental health, there's a reason behind why people feel low. And this is why I, this is why we come and we, we raise this awareness on different topics, different situations, so that we can remove mm -hmm. the stigma that because we have a label, it's not defining us. Look what you've gone through. It shows you stress. Depression came from not being able to move, motivated. It, it, it came from, you know, your child taking over your care as opposed to the other way around felt yeah. hopelessness you had a lack of energy you could barely breathe you could barely walk you could barely function you was on yeah. near death and it wasn't mm -hmm. the fact that you, you you wanted to give up on life it's the fact that the yeah. pain was so excruciatingly aching what you're asking for is to stop what you're asking for is i need a solution to this i need to yeah. i i need to come out of this how how can i get this change if and mm -hmm. for for, the, for years you were suffering how can i get this change if people keep knocking on the door for the answers and they don't have an idea of what's wrong with me and it takes that one person to recognize and understand yeah. i've heard this story before I've heard that awareness before. She's describing this, 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 this. And, and it's, it's the expertise and the qualifications of someone knowing what they're doing and what they're looking for and yeah, understanding. And that's why, mm -hmm. yeah. he, that's why he was the only person to, you know, right, that's what it is. <laughs> but, and then yeah. since doing, then discovering that you had lupus, did you feel... A relief. Finally. Um, How did you feel? It was like a release, but at the same time, I knew I was still in pain. Um, I just needed something to take away the pain, really, and and the, um, the, yeah, the pain from the blotches and stuff. And the main thing that did that at the time was steroids, which was not good because, um, obviously, as you know, there's side effects to steroids as well. No, tell us. 
Oh, well, too, too much steroids can actually um, soften the bones. So um, I was taking that, and maybe slightly more than I should have, <laughs> to try and get it onto a stable level, um, not realising that steroids are just suppressing the illness, they're not getting rid of the illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to take a different approach and go vegan for a bit. Um, deep meditations with my mum. You know, she's big on like meditation and health and things like that. So, um, yeah, I just had to change everything, my whole way of life really at the time, just to get it on the straight and narrow. So particularly the diet was important yeah. to change. Yeah. And that's what, and this is what a lot of people don't understand. And I think culturally, mm-hmm. culturally, a lot of people are going plant-based and vegan and people do, ah, what's all of that? But culturally mm-hmm. we are expanding on what these earthly foods are about um, yeah. and that they have healing within those earthly field, uh, yeah, products <laughs> produce um, yes, I mean yeah. I'm, I'm learning because you, you've got to understand that even though we're on here there's, there's four of us women on here and we're talking about you, we're talking about mm-hmm. your experience and your life so you said stress triggers it, hey, mm-hmm. hold on and you said that the colour of our skin will make a comp- a uh, our heritage would make a contribution to it as well. Yeah. So hold like on a minute. It. Then you're saying, then what it's saying is that this could happen to anyone at any given time mm-hmm. on the level of stress. And yeah. if we don't know what we're doing, we can't self heal or manage it. And so what you're learning is how to manage your symptom. Well, you're mm-hmm. supposed to manage your symptoms um, to manage this lupus. And you know, if you stop eating healthy it will be then you're the one that's bringing it back on. Is that right? Um, In a sense, you've got an active duty it, to I play I think it's it. just a thing of managing everything, yes. like everything in moderation, Yeah, you know, not too much of this, not too much of this, not too much stress. If you feel yourself getting stressed, then, you know, implement certain breathing techniques and meditations into it and just trying to keep everything on the straight and narrow Um. And now, at the moment, I've been I've been um, on a stable level for a few years now, and um, but I do feel the odd hiccup when I'm not keeping up with my vitamins, when I'm not keeping up with my my um, healthy eating and meditation and exercise, things like that. Then I do notice that the start twinges, and I just have to quickly get back in um, in line quiet. with things. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 <laughs> Go on, Susan. Um, de- definitely vitamin C and D. Yeah, because it's for your bones, and and and, yeah. like, and again, culturally, calcium, again, makes a big difference. Well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, calcium. and calcium. Yeah, and I, I've been told that you know the vitamins. I've been taking my vitamins. I try to take my vitamins. The problem with I'm not making excuses. The problem with the word mental health is habits are there and not on top of and like you said mm-hmm. for getting medication that's quite easy to be done i bought a dosset box uh but i can see the days that i've skipped it's just <laughs> sometimes it's nice to have a prompt and someone who 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 checks on you to make sure that you're okay and you're up to Definitely. date with your things um mm-hmm. i feel that oh, i've got a lot of information out of you today but i really <laughs> feel that you're sending a very clear message for me that when you went into the music industry and started to focus on 
you me time happy events mm -hmm. you seem to have changed the mindset and yeah, and, and the ability to, yeah. to achieve more um mm -hmm. your music sounds amazing there can i have a copy <laughs> <laughs> I need I need that downloaded somewhere. Yeah, so. we're, you know what? We're we're I think Lupus UK. Um, please use a search engine to find that. Well, I will put it in the links above and everything else. But there, there's so much more to your story, and I'd love for you. To there come is back. so much more. What I will do is um, I will send a link to you of one of my tracks that I wrote during um all the madness um and illness actually and it's about you know not giving up and about me being ill and things like that it's a happy song but it's a deep happy song does that make sense so yeah question for you that. question for you and i and you know i'm this is food for thought for for anyone and i i'm not about to cut the corners when i want to do a message um yeah. and this question we can only answer with truth had you have taken your life, what do you think would have happened? I know it doesn't bear to think, but I want people to think about this before they ever contemplate in doing something like that. What do you feel that when you got to your lowest of lowest, when you look back now, mm -hmm. have you eliminated that feeling of guilt and understanding more why you were down there and what you would... How do you, what message would you project to anybody that's feeling how you felt at your darkest hour? I would just like to tell people that are feeling like that, that there's always a way out. It might seem like there's no way out at that point, but there is a way out. You know, if you reach out to people and there's people out there that can help, there's search engines as well that can give you information that you need you know just don't sit in a box and start dwelling on things um and just you know try try and reach out to somebody yeah and educate yourself more importantly very yeah, much educate definitely. yourself the education is empowering it, it gives you access to doors that you didn't know was there mm -hmm. um yeah, I and agree. i think even like I said, coming here today with the with you guys, ladies, questions uh, as well adds to the interest of this lupus. What is lupus? How does it affect you? You've heard from Chance how it affected her, and and how it really did pull her down. She didn't know about her rights around disability. She does now, um, you know. And, and again, it's there to to help manage with this. Um, be more manageable and um, looking after yourself healthy eating you know and exercise and mindfulness and now her mother is always advertising events on mindfulness yes. and well-being as well um you know it's it's you, you can't stop now can you you know no, you're now no. going pushing out into the music industry and you're Definitely. spreading a, a a big a message who is this lady again Shantz Marie, <laughs> Island Paradise. Go ahead, Louise. Oh, sorry, it's going. It's going back to. Um, so I know we're talking about. That's fine. But there was a question I had that I didn't ask. Um, I'm sure I didn't ask it. You had children after you. Yeah. Had, so do they have lupus? No. So they it literally just came to you from out of nowhere. 
and you haven't passed. Well, not really out of uh, not I'm not, not really out of nowhere because it's there. But isn't yeah, it? years down the line. Yeah. yeah, so it's not hereditary. Well, it wasn't hereditary for me. Um, it was you literally brought on by stress. But um, what I will say is, I, I went through a, a huge ordeal. Um, I went through a very traumatic experience, and that experience it literally kicked in straight after that. That's when the the weight loss started. That's when the blotches no, started. Into your to your children. No, no, they're fine. It says no. That's good. That's good. It is. It it, it does yeah. say that it is likely that lupus results from a combination of your genetic and your environment. That's where mm-hmm. you mentioned the word stress earlier, yeah. right? Um, it appears that people with an inherited predisposition for lupus may develop the disease when it come when they come into contact with something in the environment that can trigger lupus. Mm-hmm. And the cause yeah. of lupus, in most cases, however, is unknown. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That simple <laughs> trigger, and they say that you know, stress can trigger cancer as well, which is a very true experience. And so, you see, stress can trigger a lot of things. So it's changing the the environment, the outcome, the food, the behaviour. You've given us a a fantastic awareness today. Um, Brilliant. (laughs) Have you got another song? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So where can they find you? This is your space now to the, the take the floor, Chance. So guys, you can find me on Instagram at official Chance C H A N T Z Marie. Or you can find me on YouTube under Chance Marie. I've already found you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what? You can't understand that. <laughs> You gotta understand that. Come doing what we're doing now, we're getting to meet amazing people that are not discovered. That this looked upon as, hey, but they're not looking at the talents and the growth and what you've been through to get to where you are yeah. now. I think that's what people fail to realise. I think they just think, oh, this girl's just picked up a microphone and started singing. No one really knows the story behind it. It's only recently since I've been on the radio. You know, I was on colourful radio recently and stuff, talking about my journey. Um, but that was more to do with domestic violence and then the lupus coming along. But, um, you know, it's only recently that people are starting to understand the story behind the journey. So, um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, they'll understand a lot more today, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You, you, if you're getting this late this broadcast late you'll be able to find it on mind over matter project suicide prevention on that channel as well um and within that is your details as well so um i'll put all of that in there and then also we have the mom project mental health awareness uh oh i can't even remember what it is now i'm so sorry yeah (laughs) just put in the word m-o-m mom project um suicide prevention and it should come up all over the facebook all over the search engines and if you want to know how to find us or you want any help or support around lupus or anything that you've heard today even domestic violence please do get in contact www.momproject.co.uk um, for any questions that you want also you can go to the mind over matter gives back there is contact details there a whatsapp messenger contact myself and we'll answer those questions 
if you need to get hold of Jan's Marie, she just told you where you can find her. But <laughs> we're happy to pass a message on as well, so just in case you missed the details. Um, it's been, ladies, Susan, uh, Lou, got any more questions? And thank you so much, um, Chance, for coming here today. And we know we're going to have you back um, with us, ladies, to talk about domestic violence again. Yeah, uh, you've got me back people. soon, yeah. Yeah, we, we are hoping to have that one in July the, the 17th, I think we posed that mm-hmm. one for. Nice um, meeting you all as well. It is. <laughs> nice meeting you and well done and congratulations because you're an awesome person who have brought yourself oh. through an incredible, incredible journey. And it is one that I have to say that when, when, when our voices are not being heard and when you're not being heard through the health services mm-hmm. that are there for all of us, Mm-hmm. It's it can be quite sad. So yeah. I do feel that slight bit of in my heart. <laughs> yeah, I had to swallow at times. <laughs> very quiet. Um, I just want to say you're an incredible person, and I really do hope you go on to your success that you deserve. And I oh, thank you, you so much. Go forward <laughs> with the music industry as well. And the thank song you. is very beautiful. So thank you. Thank you. It, it is. is. And we've got a little fan here. So. Oh. <laughs> we've got more now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies, I would say ladies and gentlemen all over, <laughs> this is to everyone. Even like men, do men get it? You know, uh, no, I don't, do men get it? That's that's really strange. I, I really don't know. There's never been any mention. Let of me ask the it. search engine. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, we, we, we should have asked uh, Lupus UK if they'd like to come in for an interview, you know, to, to yeah. give us a little bit more on that. Perhaps we'll, they'll Why pick not? up on this and, and contact us. Um, is Lupus... Um, does, does Lupus... Does lupus let's have a look. Does Lupus only affect women? Does Lupus affect men see if we don't yeah. have people that are qualified I believe, it to does. Deal with. I believe it does it says lupus can develop in anyone male see? female at any All age people. including That's children and teenagers and adults a lot of wow. misinformation exists about lupus and men with the disease may discover that people are often surprised to learn that they have it because of incorrect belief that lupus only occurs in women much education. I knew it occurred in men. And also because <laughs> men probably don't come, and particularly, and I would definitely know from the black community, that might be seen as slightly a bit of weakness rather than yeah, actually definitely. seeing it as an illness. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Sad, yeah. really sad. Can you tell us about sad. these blotches before we go? And I, you know, I know we've put out some of the information, but we mentioned the word blotches. And I know that particularly when we have darker skin, it can seem yeah. like a silver. That's what it was, like a dark, the dark kind of pigment um, spots that you see on some people when they've got um, really bad scarring and things. But mm-hmm. um, the blotches were like, they started off itchy, but then um, as the lupus got worse, they actually were like under the skin as well, like raised. Wow. Um, yeah, it was literally like the tissue like lumps within the tissue. Um, so, yeah, it was quite scary. 
I know you said they were itchy, but did they become irritated and sore? Yeah, and painful, yeah, yeah painful as well. You know what, men and women, you've been educated well and truly today and, and you would have to do what we do. We only give you part of the information, but to explore much, much more. I mean, that opens up a whole new door. Hearing that today will make me look at other people when they say they're tired. I'm going to ask them, have you checked for lupus? Have you checked for lupus? Because you ask, mm -hmm. you ask people to check for diabetes, don't you? Because there's yeah. a change. You ask people to check their breast and their uh, their, their prostate or, or their testicles for lumps and bumps as well. And it's got to be the same too. We must ask those questions when someone's feeling unwell. Get to the bottom of it. When you go to the GP, put it on the table. Have I got lupus? I'm feeling tired, fatigued, sick, underweight. Could be anything. So let's just not home in on the definitely. Yeah, let's just not home in. Have I got cancer? Let's home in on maybe I've got mm -hmm. lupus. Well, there is recovery from that, and that's eating healthy, as you know, definitely. and uh, putting your life into uh, a life of abundance and happiness. And I think that's where you've overturned everything by being yeah. positive, mental positive attitude to life. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thank yeah, you. thank you. I want to play out with your music though. Shall I? One more yeah. time. Yeah, just bear with me then, yeah, because this is real <laughs> life, real technology. So I think, yeah, let's do that. It, it, it's got. Have you got videos behind it as well? Um, yeah, if you put in um, Chance Marie, It's Your Time, that's, um, yeah, that's that's a good track to end on. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, let me do it. Chance Marie, It's, it's Your Time. Your time. Yeah, I got permission. <laughs> <laughs> you have my permission. <laughs> oh, it's your time. Oh, right, let's do this. I've got full access first before you guys. <laughs> so I just had to do it. So let's do this. Um, techn technology coming back. And it says share screen. And I'm going to share my screen with you. Now, entrance fee is going to cost you... <laughs> All right. Make them pay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you do want to donate or get a T-shirt towards what we're doing, please do visit the uh, website www.monproject.co.uk. Join us in the awareness and get your T-shirts. They do come in many colours. Um, and say that, and then you can say that you've done awareness with us. So that's what it's about. Right, here we go. Let's do this. Chance Marie, it's your time. I'll party in my room. <laughs> They say, Chance Marie, you were born for this. Nobody had your back. Now, now, now. Now it's your time. Now it's your time. Now it's your time. Shine, Chance Marie, you were born for this. Nobody had your back. Now, now, now. Now it's your time. Now it's your time. Giving up when I'm away was going nuts, but out of darkness came the light, and now my future's looking bright. Don't let the shit bring you down. I'll have these haters all around, girl. I 
about your life Mama always told me Black butterfly that a little bit, uh, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. one thing i did pick up on in the video uh, was you give the man a slap <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that violence by the way but still yeah. i think it was um it just you're giving yourself a big clear message you were born for this mm. honey you were born yeah. for this and yeah go and spread your wings so i'm kind of a bit welled up about this because it's it's what a privilege and an honor like meeting the queen for me today thank you <laughs> actually even better sorry but it is because i'm recognizing your achievements i'm not just looking at you as that little girl's growing up celebration mm. at the end of it too rightly you've just done incredible yeah. amazing things giving people hope that you know no matter what you go through you are born <laughs> discover new abilities and get out there and, and embrace life Mm -hmm. with the right balance thank you so much thanks for having me 
Gonna end that one right there. Fantastic. <laughs> smile, best smile out, guys. <laughs> Take care.